1: What is going on Colts Nation and welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice your guys Cody and Derek here back for another episode and in today's episode guys we're going to be discussing uh, through six weeks some of the players that we feel like are the most improved from last season with the Indianapolis Colts so that means no rookies are on this list. It's just guys who are strictly with the Colts last year and guys that we feel like are improving from where they were a season ago. We have five guys that we want to highlight here um, in this 2022 season so far. And so I think the way that we can do it is we can start with the offense and work our way to the defense. We're just doing and defense. No special teams guys make this list because none of these guys were with the Colts last year. So, with that being said, let's get started. Let's start with the offense, start with the wide receiver, Paris Campbell, who's actually staying healthy. And I think that alone you know, warrants him a spot on this list. And then we saw on Sunday when the Colts decided to use him, Paris Campbell showed he can be a weapon still uh, when he is healthy and when he's getting targeted. What are your thoughts on him?
2: Yeah, I think the – I mean, you mentioned it again this earlier this week that – you know, the talent's always been there for Paris Campbell. Just the ultimate question is ever since he's came into the NFL, he has just been unhealthy. And I mean, ironically enough, he's gotten the most snaps of any wide receiver on this list so far because the Colts always use him as a decoy, especially through the first couple weeks, that was the that was the main case. And then over the last few weeks, you have seen Paris Campbell start to get involved a little bit more each and every single week. And especially this last week had his most productive week of the whole year, five catches for 57 yards and a touchdown. And you're right, like the talent's there, and it's great that you know through the first six games that he's contributed in some way. And I think that it's a time that the Colts start realizing that they have a real gem there if they continue to use him in ways that allows him to use his speed and athleticism So, great to see him getting involved the way he is. And, yeah, not necessarily from a numbers standpoint is he most improved, but just in the fact that so far through the first six games, hasn't had any injury problems, hasn't had any lingering stuff. He has been available, and that warrants uh, definitely some consideration there.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, already played six games. I think it's fair to say uh, so far through his career, this is the most amount of games that he's played with the Colts are right up there. I don't have the exact numbers right in front of me, but you know, right now he's stayed healthy, really had no injury concerns. Obviously, knock on wood for that. But, yeah, I think he's just been great in proving he can be a legitimate number three wide receiver uh, You know, to complement Michael Pittman and Alec Pierce. And you look at the snap counts for a minute, Derek. He's only four snaps behind Michael Pittman Jr. right now. Uh, so he is on the field a ton. You talked about that. Um, you know, even if they're not always throwing it to him, you mentioned it, he's playing the decoy. And, uh, when they do throw it to him, he goes out and makes plays. Just wish they would get him involved a little bit more because we see those flashes when they do throw the ball to him. Um, you know, and, and he hasn't necessarily had like, uh, you know, like he did last year with the huge bomb he had. And I I think it was a Texan game at home. He hasn't necessarily had a play like that, but he's just been kind of consistent, you know, and he showed his athletic ability on that touchdown on Sunday. You know, he's, He's a man that can uh, outrun defenders and, you know, he can make plays when he needs to when he gets the ball in his hands. So here's to hoping the Colts get the ball in his hands a little bit more moving forward Um, because he's on the field a lot. He just needs more targets now. So um, with that being said, let's talk about another receiving option on this offense. A guy that was a rookie last year, didn't really do a whole lot last year for the Colts. He kind of was playing that. You know, really that third tight end position, uh, third string tight end, didn't really get involved in the offense a whole lot. Kylan Granson, um, he has really stepped up in a major way. And when you look at the stats alone, this is one of those situations, Derek, where I think stats kind of lie, you know, because Kylan Grantson's not having the, you know, 10 catch, you know, 150 yard games. but What he is doing is exactly what this offense needs Kylan Granson to do. You know, when they target him a couple times during the game, he makes clutch catches on third down. He gets you those yards after the catch. He does the dirty work, you know, it seems like, out of the tight ends. Jelani's a flashy player. Kylan's kind of the guy that does the dirty work in receiving, um, So I think, which I think is a perfect compliment to what the Colts are trying to do with a tight end position. Um, you know, just from where, where he was a season ago, how he just was not involved at all, um, he has really stepped up his game. A lot, and we talked to him in the off season. Talked about all the work that he put in as well going into this off season, and you know, getting ready for this season. And it seems like that hard work is paying off, Derek.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's fantastic because you know, in the off season, you and I mentioned it several times that we were very concerned about you know how he was getting things done uh, during training camp. You know, where he was having a lot of drop issues early on, and you know, he was, there was Molly Cox making plays. There was Jelani Woods making plays and even drew Ogletree. We even had that discussion in training camp is drew Ogletree going to pass Kylan Granson, you know, cause he was doing that early in the off season. And then now you see Kylan Granson, not only doing stuff on the offense, but you're seeing him make plays on special teams. That's what's helping him as well to get playing time. And like you said, he's not going to, Every single week, Kylan Granson is not going to be a primary target. He is just a guy that is looking for te- uh, for a way to get his team a first down every once in a while. Had a couple of really big first downs in that second quarter of the Jaguars game recently. I mean, I'll look at tell you the numbers. Last season, Kylan Granson had 11 catches for 104 yards, and so I mean that was not much. I mean, for a fourth round guy, we didn't expect much from him. I think his best day was the game you and I went to with the Jets where he had three catches for 30 yards. So far this season, he's had three games where he has eclipsed that. He has 16 catches already this year for 159 yards. So again, still getting that 10 yards per catch threshold. And he's making these catches that are continuing drives. And you're seeing how much more he is getting involved in the offense already this year. With Jelani still learning, Moale Cox's role may be diminishing. Look for Kylan Granson to continue to get three, four, five catches a week from this point forward. Because Kylan Granson's showing you his ability to make a play after the catch. And I think that's what's the great thing about Kylan Granson. We didn't get to see much of that last year. But this year you're starting to see that separation come from his ability to run in the open field. And I'm loving it.
1: Yeah. And he's proving to be a reliable target for Matt Ryan, right? We all had concerns about the drops. Even when he came out of SMU, we were just like, Oh man, like, you know, is this guy going to be another Eric Ebron type of player? You know, we're just making, you know, the, the easy catches look difficult. and, Kylan Granton, while he's struggled at times with drop issues, especially in training camp, he's had a couple, you know, here and there. Uh, I just feel like he and Matt Ryan have developed this, you know, rapport with each other where Matt Ryan trusts that when he throws him the ball, he's going to be open and he's going to make a play when they need it. And, you know, Matt Ryan has had to go to him a ton. So far, but I do feel like there's going to be a game down the line where Kylan Granson going to need to have a bigger role. He's going to see more targets. And if he's already building that trust with Matt Ryan, I think that's going to go a long way for them, you know, moving forward into the future. So I think he's a good complement to what the Colts want to do at the tight end position with Jelani Woods and Mo Ali Cox, kind of the different kind of tight end that, you know, those two guys aren't so, uh, absolutely excited for him, um, you know, and just his progress this year and, you know, continuing to move forward and what his role is going to be in this offense. So mm-hmm. wanted to give a shout out to him. Those are the two guys we're going to talk about on the offensive side. Now we're going to move over to our last three guys all on the defensive side.
2: What's going on, everybody? Today, I wanted to talk to you guys about Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all major sports books. You can also check out different sign-up codes and promotions that are going on on the website to make sure you're getting the best deal possible on your sports bets. Some of the key features they include are handicapping, you get live play-by-play updates, you get live scores and bet tracking as well, player statistics, key game statistics when you make these picks, you also get projected game day weather, basically everything you need to make sure you're making the most informed bets as possible. Including that, you also have a bet tracker, which allows you to keep records of all your games and your betting activities so you won't miss a thing. Guys, be sure to go check out oddstrader.com slash bluewire and check out OddsTrader today, the number one site for all your game day bets.
1: Two guys on the defensive line we got to mention. The two guys in the interior, we'll start with the first one, and that's Grover Stewart. And Grover Stewart, we all knew he was a really good one tech, right? We all, you know, if he started this season, we'd say, yeah, he's one of the better uh, one techs in the league. But it feels like Grover has even taken it to another level in terms of run stopping um, where he is the best. I think I could argue, you know, him and maybe Vita Vea, they're right there uh, in terms of, you know, the one tech position. I think Grover's really, you know, continuing to ascend. I didn't know how much better he could get. but He has gotten better. This year than he was even last year.
2: Yeah. I mean, it is truly incredible to think that Grover Stewart has gotten even better than what he already was, right? I mean, it's incredible to say the least that, you know, his run stopping ability could be even better than what it currently was. And we paid him for that exact purpose. He's already doing a fantastic job. Pass rushing wise, still not there yet. But of course, Grover Stewart still doing his thing. It's really rubbing off on the rest of the defense. And then when you talk about DeForest Buckner, first three weeks of the season, there really wasn't much of DeForest Buckner. You know, even at the end of last year, DeForest Buckner wasn't much of DeForest Buckner. There was no pressure being made from DeForest Buckner. He was getting tired. He was getting overused. And it was really showing at the end of the year, he just wasn't the same guy. And then he got hurt after that second week. And then that third week and fourth week sort of thing, he was kind of trying to find his way back. And then over the last two weeks, I mean, he's just been practically unstoppable, Cody. I mean, at times he's been practically unstoppable and uh, he's been lining up outside. He's been lining up inside. He's been lining up everywhere uh, in techniques right now. I mean, the, Colts defensively are trying to find a whole bunch of different ways to get DeForest Buckner involved, and it's really working for him right now. And he looks healthier; he looks like he's good to go. So I'm um, I'm loving uh, what I'm seeing from DeForest Buckner so far in that particular instance.
1: Yeah, he has been uh, a force the last two weeks, especially. You know, he's recorded a sack in both outings. Uh, You know, obviously against Denver and then just recently against Jacksonville. And it seems like he's starting to, you know, kind of be the DeForest Buckner that we remember back in his first year in Indianapolis. You know, he's starting, you know, it seems like he's he's healthier than he's been you know, earlier in the season. And he's really starting to come on and and disrupt that middle. And you're right. It was really puzzling that DeForest Buckner kind of disappeared for a stretch. You know, like the entire Colts pass rush last year just kind of disappeared. And then even early on in the season, the pass rush wasn't as great as we all hoped it would be right out of the gate. But Buckner's been one of the guys that's been leading the charge in that department. He has three sacks on the year. He helps he's tied for the league with, I think, Quitty Pay um, right now in terms of sacks for the Indianapolis Colts defense. So excited to see him continue to, you know, get back to that form where he was before. So he's a guy that's been there before, been an all pro. Had a you know kind of a little bit of a slump if you want to call it that, and then he's been back in full force. So really excited for him, uh, and this whole entire defensive line as well. So those are the two guys there, and then the last guy we got to talk about, we have to mention Zaire Franklin, Derek, because talk about a really difficult situation to come into with Shaquille Leonard basically not even playing a full game this year. Zaire Franklin's been thrust into that role of the Shaquille Leonard. And he has, I want to give him credit, he has done a phenomenal job stepping in for Leonard. He's tied, I think, right now for the lead league in tackles and solo tackles. I mean, he, and he's making plays. Maybe while the turnovers aren't necessarily there, I think Zaire Franklin, we all thought, you know, he can be a potential like backup spot starter. But he's proving maybe he can do a little bit more than just be a spot starter. What have you seen from Zaire this year and kind of his improvement from what we thought he was to where he is now.
2: Yeah. I mean, I told you that this Colts uh, linebacker group is the best in the, in the NFL and it's just proving to be uh, better and better every single freaking week. I mean, EJ speed makes plays. Bobby Okereke makes plays. And I mean, no more than Zaire Franklin. I mean, say what you want about his ability to stop the pass right now. That's not been a great thing for the Colts in any stretch. Like some, a lot of guys have been struggling, But when it comes to making tackles, Zaire Franklin's practically in every single one. It's just like looking at Shaquille Leonard right now. I mean, he really is. He's all over the freaking field. He is in on every tackle. So it's impressive that, I mean, to say the least, he's amongst the league leaders. I mean, yeah, he's like literally, he's number one in total tackles through the first six weeks of the season. And he's tied. I think he and Bobby are second and third in solo tackles between the two of them. So, I mean, that's insane to think about what this defense is doing for the Indianapolis Colts right now in regards to tackle numbers for the linebacker core. Zaire Franklin, I mean, give him his props. I mean, we did not – I totally did not expect him to be as good – defensively at stopping the run and being involved in as many tackles as he has through the first couple weeks. And I'm, I'm very impressed with that.
1: Yeah. And honestly, like this defense, even though Shaquille Leonard has not really not played at all, this defense has still for the most part played at a really good level. It doesn't seem like they've missed as much of a beat as we thought they would without Shaquille Leonard. So want to give credit to him. You talked about uh, EJ Speed as well. I want to give him credit. Just this whole linebacking core, you know, without your leader out there, your captain on the defense, uh, these linebackers have really stepped up and answered the call so far. So that'll do it, guys, though, for our look at the five guys. You could have probably thrown in a couple other guys. We picked five guys that we think have improved the most from last year to this year. Let us know if there's any other guys that you guys would throw on this list potentially as well. But I think that'll do it. For this episode, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Really appreciate all your support. And as always, guys, go Colts.
3: Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network.